My name is Phil Mendoza, and this is a championship bow hunting podcast fueled by Mountain Ops. Join me and my guests as we give you bow hunting tips to take your preparation to the next level. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 52. Before we get into today's topic, I want to send a shout out to today's episode partner, and that's Hamsky Archery Solutions. Uh, check out hamskyarchery.com. Their full line of products, including the Hybrid Hunter Pro Rest, I also have those available on the Championship Bow Hunting Store. So today's topic uh, is arrow specs for hunting versus competition. I've touched on some uh, arrow component and arrow building, you know, topics with Tim Gillingham in a previous podcast. And getting back to answering a question for uh, a listener going to go ahead and give a giveaway out to Jason Brown for contributing the question for today's topic. So Jason had commented about, had some questions on arrow setup for 3D versus hunting and tournament and so forth. So what I'm going to do is just, I'm going to go down the line of what I feel, you know, some of the benefits or some of the common characteristics of a 3D bow, you know, and then a bow maybe like in a hybrid event, like a train to hunt event, and then also into hunting. So First off, 3D. I mean, the the debate is always: Do I go with the fatter shaft? You know, do I stand with stay with the standard shaft? What kind of fletching configuration? What kind of point configuration? And looking back, I guess at a starting point, most shooters look at a little longer axle axle bow. We've talked about this in a previous podcast as well. Uh, for 3D, you're you're not having. To, I mean, you're carrying it from station to station. It's not like you're hiking around the West with a 37 to 40 inch hunting axle to axle hunting bow. So typically, you know, your your 3D bows are in a little bit lighter poundage, 60 to 65 pounds. I don't know a whole bunch of people that shoot uh, 70 plus pounds for 3D. So that being said, some of the benefits to shooting lighter weight is also being able to shoot a fat shaft which in most cases are a little bit lighter grains per inch than, than some of your hunting shafts. Some of them are about the same, but there's there are many that are in the lighter category. So what that enables you to do is still keep your speed up into the 280s, 290 feet per second range, and, and sometimes even above that with the fat shaft. So when does a fat shaft start to become at uh, a, 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 dis, a disadvantage to the shooter? And... Again, going back to identifying what the characteristics of the event are, when I was shooting a lot of ASH competitions, many of the events, the the region, the layout of the events, we, we were doing a lot of tunnel shooting. It was a heavily treed, dense, densely treed area. So wind played a lot smaller factor than um, than other other uh, aspects of, of what you're getting, getting out of a fat arrow, which is basically, you know, a bigger shaft to... to get that benefit of maybe possibly touching a, the line for the higher score. So because wind was less of a factor, going to a fatter series shaft was a benefit. It was a, it was a clear benefit. Now, at what point depended on what your draw length was, what bow you were shooting, and ha- how much speed you could generate. So for myself, it always fell into that 22-size shaft or, or even an X-cutter shaft, just depending on the bow, because it was fatter than a standard series shaft. But it wasn't, you know, the a twenty-seven series shaft. I couldn't get a twenty-seven series shaft to shoot the speeds I needed for unmarked yardage competition. 
So that being said, some of the benefits, again, that to consider or some of the things you should identify when you're considering your 3D setup is the, the region you're at. If you're Midwest to East shooting tunnel shots, uh, like, like I said, where wind's not as big of an issue, yeah, go with as big of a shaft as you can because you're probably going to benefit from that more. The other thing is, being that most of the shots are 50 yards and in, you're really not, uh, you know, if, if you're shooting a shaft that doesn't have a ton of point weight because you're trying to get it in that speed category, it's probably not going to hurt you as bad. So as opposed to, like, I live in Colorado, when I was shooting local tournaments, I really benefited from shooting a 22 series shaft or smaller with more point weight because the the smaller diameter shaft caught less you know the 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 side drift from a wind so it's less less influence from a wind more point weight helps steer the arrow better so it really depends on your region it depends on what you're shooting as far as your poundage and the type of bow so if you're shooting something that's uh a faster performing bow, well, you may be able to go with a fatter shaft with a little bit more point weight and, and get best of both worlds. If you're a, you know, 27-inch draw length person or less shooting 50 to 55 pounds, well, your options are not as great. So consider those factors when you're shooting 3D archery and see where you're going to get the better, the more forgiveness in your setup. So moving then into an event like Train to Hunt, which has a 3D component, train to hunt what many people do is they're just bringing their hunting bow out you know this is training i'm I'm preparing for hunting and that is true but you're still in a competition and you know you you need to understand that that foam target doesn't care if you're hitting it with 90 pounds of kinetic energy or 55 pounds of kinetic energy what's going to benefit you in those events are minimizing your weaknesses, and if your weakness is yardage judging, then you probably want to uh, counteract that with a little flatter shooting bow. So, you know, possibly a again, maybe a, maybe you consider a fatter shaft that's a lighter weight, or maybe you just consider your standard hunting arrow uh, or something a little lighter than your st- standard d- diameter hunting arrow with a little bit more point weight to handle crosswinds. Again, you know, I mentioned on the last segment or the last part when we're talking 3D, when, here in Colorado, most of our shots are more wide open. So, you know, as as the train-to-hunt events are more Western-based, uh, you know, hunt, shooting 3D competitions in the mountains where it's not as many, there's not as much tunnel shots, you've got more angle compensation to deal with, there's more variables in a setup as opposed to shooting flat ground with minimal wind. So I would say that for the people out there shooting trained to hunt and, and the alpha bow hunting challenge that I'm going to be bringing out this year, it, just remember, it, if you want to shoot your hunting bow because you just want to get proficient with it, then do it. But know that there is benefits to shooting potentially a lighter weight arrow, to maybe shooting lighter draw weight so that way you're more comfortable in all positions, drawing and holding your bow, quickly reloading shots, you know, with having multiple arrow shots. So <clears throat> those arrows can be beneficial if you consider the characteristics and, again, maybe lighten them up a little bit, have a little flatter shooting bow. In hunting, I myself shoot a 72 to 75-pound hunting bow. You know, my arrows typically weigh 430 to 460 grains. I like to shoot 125-grain tip, and my speeds vary from 280 to 290 feet per second. With that that type of setup with many bows over the last five to seven years that I've shot, I, I've been able to get 
most broadheads to tune fixed blade or expandables the last year i shot the hybrid head the grave diggers which i really liked i'll probably continue to use those but i would say that that's where my hunting setup is when i was shooting a lot of competitive 3d on the asa circuit my hunting bow or my excuse me my 3d bow was in the 63 to 65 pound range i was shooting 330 to 360 grain arrows so about 100 grains lighter and I'd like to stay in that 110 to 120 grains of point weight. The the arrow that seemed to be the best all-around arrow for me was a 22 series shaft with 120 grain points because it was a little fatter than your standard diameter. It covered, uh, and I, I can get 120 grains, which I really like to have a little more point went in there. When I was shooting Colorado, the arrow did perform great. When I was shooting tunnel shots out in, in Georgia or wherever it Kentucky, wherever the event was at on some of those ASAs, my, the arrow still did great. And it was fast enough for me with my, my the bow that I was shooting for 3D at the time. And that's what, that's what my system kind of entailed. And that's what, what I ran with. And it, it did well. So I just encourage you to consider all the factors, not just a 23 size arrow or a 25 size arrow is, is a good 3d arrow because that's what people say well look at your setup first and are you pulling enough poundage Uh, are you going to be shooting in in terrain that's going to permit you to shoot a fatter shaft and not be influenced as much with the wind Um, are you going to be able to get your arrow at the appropriate speed and you know and then look at the different uh, manufacturers out there because there's a lot of great arrows on the market right now that that can benefit you for any type of event when you're starting to get into competitive archery, you're going to have to spend some more money. Can you shoot your hunting setup? Yes, you can. But you're going to benefit from certain features and characteristics by changing your setup. And maybe just maybe your sight and your rest and your bow stays the same, but you just change your arrows. Maybe you change your sight. Maybe you get a dovetail sight where you slide in one sight, sight it in with your uh, hunting arrows, and then slide in a different sight and sight it in with your 3D arrows. So... Minimal tuning involved with depending on diameter size. So consider the features, consider the benefits. Sit down and write stuff down. You know, that's one thing that I really like to do is it, it a, a, a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil and writing things down and, and weighing the options and, and, and mapping it out. You know, there's something to be said about that. It's a little bit old-fashioned. I know that we can do a lot of this on the computer nowadays with different apps and programs, but... Whatever you need to do to get you to the point where you're, you're actually analyzing all the characteristics involved with, with what's going on, and then make a decision because there's not a right or wrong in archery. There's, there's better, there's good, better, best, I will say. And by doing some tweaking and, and testing some stuff out, you can find your balance between that better and best uh, category and, and roll with it. So... That's all we've got on today's episode. Again, thanks, Jason, for contributing with the question. Any of you have any questions you want us to talk about, uh, either myself or you know, with the guests that I have on in the future, uh, send those, those questions in to phil at championshipbowhunting.com. You can message me on Facebook. Also, don't forget about episode 50. We're doing a Facebook giveaway for that, so make sure you listen to episode 50. It's got a lot of the details for the Alpha Bow Hunting Challenge coming at the end of May to No Limits Archery. And one more shout-out to Hamsky Archery. Check those guys out. So we will see you guys on the next episode.